dear listeners. Um, it's too hard to say good morning because we start this week in a very, very Besorakasha about Sassoon family. We all know them. They're a part of our community. And suddenly, such a disaster, we cannot even really understand it, what actually happened. Nobody can make the process to internalize, to understand what's happened here. Here in Jerusalem, to see the funeral, to hear the cry of a father who buried seven kids, seven children. Unbelievable. I think this is one of the worst disasters that we ever heard about. And it's not so simple. To open the season of Passover, the season of holidays, Zman Simchatenu, how we can say Zman Simchatenu when seven died children in front of us. Nobody can give them an echama. Nobody can say a word. And Believe me, I was hesitant to give this lecture, to give this radio show, or not, because I don't think I have the mental power the mental power to speak in such a difficult hour. And... Um, And uh, that's why this radio show, we won't speak about raising children. We won't speak about chinuch. We'll just speak a few words to take some chizuk. Um, to make some chizuk for us. And uh, I hope, Bezat Hashem, we all of us, Chazal says, who's still alive, has to take the lesson to learn what is my personal lesson from this disaster. What is my personal shearer that I can learn and live Yodea Marat Nafsho. Each one of us as individual deeply knows what he have to fix, what he have to improve in his behavior, in his Avodat Hashem. Um, in this Mutzay Shabbat, we open the week with a great uh, headlines an online newspaper, New York Times, and others with the horrible pictures of the burning house with seven kids, 
mother and her daughter in a very bad situation, in emergency in a hospital. And the husband, Rabbi Gabriel Sassoon, left alone with his sadness. The funeral here in Israel, you probably heard it on the radio, was very, very hard. Very hard to listen to that. The father was crying and said, but why seven? One children, one kid is not enough. We do not really know what, why Hashem did it. And we don't really know why precisely that family has this disaster. But Hashem asks us to do the maximum we can. We don't really know Cheshbonot Shamayim. We don't really know why Hashem does such a thing. But we do know that Hashem, He is Mekor Arachamim. He is the source of all the mercy because He created the concept of mercy. And even if we not understand, we must believe that Hashem did it just for for our good. And I know it's not, maybe it's easy to speak, maybe it's easy to say, but really not easy to to implement. I heard that the father said that he was avoid from reading books about the Holocaust because he was very, very sensitive. And he had never dreamed that one day he have a personal Holocaust. It's not so simple. Um, today, in this radio show, we will have uh, a few Rabbanim from the communities in New York, and uh, we would like to speak with them. And I would like to open this uh, radio show with my dear friend, the manager of this radio station, uh, Mr. Nisim Lazari. Hi. Hi, Shalom. Nisim, uh, we know that uh, you Hello. wouldn't be here when when Hello. the disaster has happened. Yeah, are you on the line? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me, Nisim? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, okay, yeah, so I'll just tell to the listeners that uh, you wouldn't be here uh, when the disasters happened. You was outside the country and uh, no, I. Oh, one second, one to, uh, um, the, the, hello, yes, you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you are in the line. Um, I have to apologize about the quality, and hopefully I will be in the studio, uh, soon, so we can talk a little bit better right now on the street, and, 
it's uh if you can keep talking for a few minutes i'll be i'll be soon and in and in the, in, the, in the radio station because okay. i don't hear okay. very good uh, try to adjust the signal okay it's okay for us okay well the listeners um what is the mitzvah of emunah the rabbi destro explains that emunah it's milashon umanut in hebrew umanut it's art someone who wants to get a real stable emuna it has to be like uman uman in, in English it's artist it's not a simple thing it's not everyone can be not everybody can be an artist you have to learn You have to learn the perfections, the little perfections to make real art. Then you can be entitled to be called artist. Emuna, Rabbi Desler says, it's milashon umanut. It's not a simple thing. Emuna, it's something that we have to learn by the Limud Musar, Every day, every day, no breaking. And we all know the story about someone who had a very huge suffering in his life. And after Mehavim, when he passed away, he went to the sky and he stood by In front of Hashem and Hashem told to one of the angels take him for a walk and the angel took him to the sea and he put him on the on the sand nearby the sea and he told him now start walking and the path that he walked in was the mashal, the example, for all over his life path, his lifeline. And he saw a couple footsteps, and he asked, who's these footsteps? And the angel answered, one of them, it's yours. And the second is, The footsteps of Hashem and Hashem was companion his company you all over the life then he start walk and he saw a beautiful landscape with a beautiful trees and a beautiful falls waterfalls and it was the symbol of the happy seasons of his life the happy times of his life and Some happy events, like his marriage, like when the first son of him was born, times of happiness. But suddenly the sky was darkened, and it, it was very heavy, cloudy, and rain, strong rain start falling. And then he remembered the bad season of his life. The bad times of his life 
and then he keep walking, and in the mashal, it was the horrible times that he had ever experienced. And then suddenly he noticed that the footsteps, the second footsteps, was disappeared. Was disappeared. And then he starts crying because he just felt the same feelings that he had at those bad times, at those hard times all over his life, that Sarah, the serene he had. And then he starts crying. And his tears just start falling down. And then he lifts his eyes to the sky. And he said, Hashem, precisely at that time you left me alone. The second footsteps was disappeared. On that time, you left me alone. And then, he suddenly heard a voice from heaven with the answer, No, my dear son, I didn't leave you alone. I don't left you alone. And then he said, but I see only my footsteps. Then Hashem answered, No, my dear son. The footstep you're looking at was mine. So where is mine? He asked. I hold you. I held you on my arms. I held you on my arms, I was taking you. It means that, in spite of it, it seems to us as a horrible case, unbelievable case, disaster, and we don't really understand, but we have just to believe that precisely at that time, Hashem lifted us. He holds us in His arms, and He takes us even if it's very, very hard to believe. We all know that Hashem is Mekor Arachamim and Mekor Hatov. We hope. We hope that Hashem is Akenu to get a real, stable Emunah. Amen. Hashem, Hashem.
Hey, 
Well, dear listeners, uh, we're here back with you. You're listening to Hawaii Tonolad. Uh, this is a special program. Um, according the disasters of uh, Sasson family, of all Am Israel family, uh, we open the lines for you also if you want to call us and share some stories with us or share some kabbalot of Tehilim or Chizuk in mitzvot. You can call in our phone number seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. We're dedicating this radio show for making chizuk of all of us because of the disaster. You can also text us our phone number three four seven nine two seven eighty three ninety eight. That's three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight for texting. And I would like to say hello again. So, Mr. Nisim Lazari, how are you? Mr. Nisim, are you yes. in the studio? You can listen, you can hear me? Yes, yes, hi. Good morning. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Good morning, how are you? Um, so, uh, we heard about uh, the disaster, and as I said, uh, you personally was out of the country on Motsai Shabbat, and... Um, made uh, the maximum you can to get Hari back um, for actually broadcasting uh, the real things that we have to to hear on this difficult time, on this hard time. And Bezat Hashem, we have some of uh, Rabbanim in this radio show to speak about the lesson that we have to learn. But I would like to ask you, uh, Mr. Nisim, um, how you see the things, how is the atmosphere, um, especially on the aspect of uh, the kids, um, your kids, the, the old community kids actually knew them. Uh, they learned, the kids learned in Atera Torah, very famous uh, school. We all know Atera Torah. And how was the feeling? I tell you, first of all, to get, uh, um, to be correct, what happened in Shabbat morning, somebody come approach me and told me the news and I, I told him, I, I, I was re- very, first of all, I was very upset that in Shabbat we don't give the Besorot. And I kept it up to the Motor Shabbat. I know that inside the shul people start talking and I said, please, don't talk about Shabbat. It's not belong to Shabbat. We will face it after Motor Shabbat. And because we, we all knew somehow uh, this, the family, we are neighbors, you know, we all all around the same community. In Brooklyn, it's not such a big place. And I said that when when we said uh, when we remember I remember these three boys who was kidnapped, all the world the Jewish world became united, and I'd see that here these seven kids are basically united all the world, if it's Jewish and not Jewish, you see that the, the fire fire chief the chief uh, of the fire department crying on the spot, the police department crying everybody was crying everybody was like shocked to see this kind of tragedy that coming in you in our 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 um and to see the chizuk that coming i know i know that i was i i had to leave the country to motesh but I, I i was really debate if to go or not to go what will be if what would the responsibility of the radio of the radio and uh and i, I I spoke with the you know with Iran, with David, with Yuda, and they said go, pray for us, and go. Uh, and I, I had I had the, the school to be in uh, Ukraine, 
אומן, ברטיצ'וב, ברסלב, הבעל שם טוב. Three days intensive that every place you go, every tune of these tzaddikim, you see the names of these children and the name of the mother and the daughter to Rufa Shlema. It's really unbelievable to see. Unfortunately, you know, it was happened in Rosh Chodesh, in Shabbat, in a Chodesh Azeh, seven korbanot, Yishir Reach Nirachach Lashem, you know, I don't know if somebody knows what is really the smell of Isherach Nichoach, but who was in the war? And I saw his friend burning. The smell would never leave him. And I'm telling you from experience. This smell is up to date. It's 40 years, 45 something years. It's still in my nose. And I believe what this kind of, these seven kids, Yishir Reach Nichoach Lashem. We don't know Cheshbonot Shemayim. What really do you mean, Yishim? When you, when you say the smell is still in... You know, we're in. talking about Yishir Reach Nichoach Lashem. And I was in the, in the war, in Yom Kippur war. And mm-hmm. we had a tragedy over there, also burning. And you see a friend burning. And you smell the smell of this the flesh. that burning. I know we don't care about barbecue. Something that you cannot even, what is the nichoach about, you know, we don't know, but it's Lashem. It's something that I cannot forget and I believe that this is what happened in Shabbat. Seven korbanot that Be'ezat Hashem This is the, 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 there will be the last one. The one will be, and we see Mashiach soon. Amen. Amen. I, um, yeah. I said that uh, we, we went over to the, the, you know, we had the key ticket to, to, to the Ukraine, the people of the, the all, all these places, places that the Kivretz Adikim, Chashuvim, all the, all the Rabbi Mbarditchov, Rabbi Tzchak Levish, there was Sanigoram Shal Israel. Rabal Shem Tov, then you go with it, the feeling that go over there and talk with them, those with the kingdom that will be pray for us in Kisei Shel Mala, to bring us closer to Mashiach, bring us across the Geula, because enough. And you know, when you're standing on the place of like Uman, that you know that the, the Rabbi Nachman uh, uh, buried him, and uh, they asked to be buried over there, bec- not because it's the only, it's a place, special place, it's because Because this, in this place was 30,000 Jews gave their life, gave their life to stay Jewish. That's why he decided to be buried over there. Every single inch over there in the land is sucked with a Jewish blood. And I, I, I told that the Rabbanu Shulam over there, please, Rabbanu Shulam, listen to the Tfilot of Tzadikim. Listen to us. We are the nothing. We are trying to make something in the world. better world because of you you gave us the the, the authority we have to have the knowledge to bring a better world but please help us now and this yamim yamim shall bilbul yamim shall koshi difficult days they were confusing i'm telling you that i had kids five years old that learn with this with this kids and family i said why kadush baruch did it why no and explain them 
My son come to me, I said, Father, Abba, I was, I saw him last Friday and it looked me, it, now is it just translate the, the you know, the, the faces. It, and now he's, he's re, you know, he's like trying to interpret what kind of look this boy had in his eyes when he looked at him. He's so shaking. I said, what? Why? We don't know Hashemunot Shemaim. That's why the way we're talking about here in the radio, we know that Kol Man David Rachmanat Latavavid. We know that everything is a tova. And b- that's our nechama, and this is, I believe, that that's why we are here and trying to do to different, to different to the world, different to show us and t- to understand that we are parents as an educator, teachers, morot, rabbis, to understand these kids are really, really as a present for us, a picadon, as something that we have to keep them, to keep, stay, as a father say, try to understand, love your kids, love your students, love your Talmidim, it's so important, show it, because it, we are here tomorrow, we are, in the next minute we are not here. We don't know. You know, I, I, people that the past tragedy in their life understand what is meaning, you know, in a split of a second, a split of a second, just we are we losing it. We're going to another stage. Understand that we have obligation, obligation every day, obligation every single moment to love our children, to love our spouses, to love our brother and sister, to love our community, to love our, just show it, just show it. Just not mm-hmm. me and me and me, unfortunately, this generation. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Rabbi Nisim Nazari, um, you know, um, we have a WhatsApp group which is called Parenting 101. And when in the last Saturday night the messages started to flow in, and it was very horrible pictures and... Uh, you know, it it was we were under the, the the impression of this disaster, and one of the members of the group uh, sent me uh, a recording file of four minutes that uh, the kids of Sasson family um, recorded the song "Cry No More" in a studio two weeks ago. Cry no more, and I would like I would like to ask from Iran to play it for us, and after that we would like to speak about it. So bevakasha. Broken hearted, fans lost and departed, live no more. Now 
around and help the children illness and confusion. All the lonely people, hunger, war, and evil. Peace no more. Now the time has come. Everyone has won forever. Let his kingdom rise Father singing um, the song of 
cry no more. Who could believe that we will be the one who crying right now? Well, we have um, representative of program Leil Shishi, um, Yaeli Carr, with us on the line. Hello, hello to you. Uh, good morning, Rabbi. Good morning, everybody. Um, you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. And, okay. um, we so, love you know... I always, uh, we always have to, when, you know, we, when we hear such stories, when we hear such, uh, terrible, terrible news, and, uh, Nisim could tell you this, and many of the people that listen to my show on Thursday night could tell you, you know, I do Thursday night to try to put everybody in a good mood for Shabbos, but sometimes we have these type of stories and we have to talk about it and we can be silent, and that's why we're lucky we have the radio station that could voice these type of things, and I was thinking, you know, the first reaction is how or why, and we have questions. Obviously, we don't know the answer to these questions, and we never will know until the ultimate the plan that the Rebbeinu Shalom that Hashem has for for our people. When that time comes, we will will have uh, be able to um, maybe we'll, we'll know the answer to why things happen. We always we always have to look for a silver lining. A, a, what we could do for it. Hashem is sending us a message. Hashem wants us to do something. Hashem is trying to wake us up. And every so often we hear a tragedy and we say, "How could something like this? This is the most horrific tragedy that we've ever heard." And then we go on and we forget about it. But we really shouldn't. We should take something from those horrific tragedies. I remember recently, just a short while ago, we were talking about a terrible tragedy that happened. Enough. So uh, a few people davening, uh, the davening, the million people davening a shul, and terrorists walk in and they they did their terrible deed that they did. And I remember at that point hearing Rabbanim and, and different people saying, "We have to be macabre ourselves. We have to accept upon ourselves the covered trial and the covered beis And many people have, you know, many shuls have had since then uh, campaigns to uh, stop the talking during davening or. I know myself, I was, I, I accepted upon myself not to talk to my children. Baruch Hashem, till this day, I, I, since that time, I have not spoken to my children. And everybody, and I was thinking, what is the message? What does Hashem want from us? And yesterday, it, it hit me. I was, I was, I was not in Brooklyn, so I wasn't able to listen to J-Root Radio. I was flipping through the other, other stations. I wanted to hear what they, what they was talking about. I wanted to hear what are they, how what are they saying about this terrible tragedy in the news? And I went to three different stations, believe it or not, and the conversation was the same. Look, the Jewish Sabbath, the Jewish Sabbath is what did this terrible thing. If they wouldn't have had this uh, this uh, situation, they wouldn't have to leave. And they, and the truth is, what is the hot plate different than a boiler or an air conditioner? A malfunctioned equipment could be mal- could malfunctioned, doesn't make a difference. And they were bashing Shabbos. And I thought to myself right then and there, that's the message. Again, this is my, my thing. Everybody could take something else out of it. We have to work on our Shabbos. We are, and I'm not talking about an extra piece of herring or another, uh, another piece of cocoa. We're talking about everybody doing something to make their Shabbos, whether it's getting up a little bit earlier to learn a little bit more, saying extra Tehillim on Shabbos, having an extra Seder on Shabbos, making Shabbos early, ending Shabbos late. Everybody knows what they need to do. Everybody has a place thing that they can do to correct their Shabbos. 
and do it in memory of these seven beautiful children, these seven Kedoshims. I mean, the purest of the pure, you have seven children in one family. I mean, again, we can't fathom what that means for a father to, to, to bury seven children in one day. And again, we ne- nobody should ever have, to, ever have to have these questions. But if, if something like this happened, we should all take upon ourselves. And then again, I, I'm still trying to, I'm still, you know, figuring out what. And I do want to, by this Shabbos for myself, I want to have something. I think Shabbos, we have such a Hashem gives us a Shabbos. Every Friday night, we sit down and say, what would we do without Shabbos? A Yid, a Jew, we go through the whole week, we're hustle and bustle, we're working hard, and we try to, we look forward to Shabbos. I look forward to Shabbos all week. And to say that it was Shabbos that caused this, caused this obviously chasa chalila, we can't say something like that. And I think that that's the message. This is what I took it, that everybody should try to do something to improve their Shabbos, to do something to make their Shabbos more holy, to make their Shabbos more kedusha. And those, when we go and show the Rabbi and when we show Hashem, look, you did, this is the terrible thing that happened, but we're going to get up stronger. We're going to make Shabbos beautiful. After the Harnoff Massacre, we're going to make our feel beautiful. In every situation, we're going to take the good out of it and build on ourselves and make ourselves better people. Then that's what's ultimately going to bring the Geula Shalema. And again, I'm not a professional, and we all have questions. Everybody should speak to their professionals. I know Chai Lifeline has an amazing symposium the other night, and I know there are other communities. Everybody should be safe, and everybody should do things that they're supposed to do to be safe, that something like this shouldn't happen. But we can't blame it on a smoke detector. And definitely we can't blame it on the Shabbos. We have to just say that this is the Yad Hashem, and we all have to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and move on. And maybe we should do a movement. Everybody should improve on their shots. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, really hard. I think that um, you highlighted very, very important aspect um, of Shabbat, that we have to take the lesson of Shabbat. Um, I would like to say one more thing. Um, we, re- we really don't know Cheshbonot Shamayim, um, but we heard about the great Machloket unfortunately, here in Israel. Um, and I don't think that uh, um, the physically location it's really the make, makes a difference. We all one nation, and we all the Amma Yehudian, when there is Machloket. So when, when the Malachim ask Hashem, why in Korach Vadato, why you take the children? Why they done? Um, they are innocent. Then Hashem answer them when there is machloket, when there is separation between people, Jewish people. So the ash of the machloket, the fire of the machloket, takes everything. And I think that it's also one of the great lessons that we have to take from it. And when we're talking about the separation, about the machloket, we're not talking just about... uh, uh, politics or something like this, or groups. We're talking about your neighbor in the next door. We're talking about uh, the members of the prayer in the shul. We're talking about uh, the salesman, the grocery. We're talking about our close friends, that if we have some hate, some sin'ah kin'ah tacharut, we have to make... You, you, you know, the unfortunate sometimes when you have a 
a story like this, it brings people together. And I mean, everybody was walking around Sunday and Monday here in New York with their heads down, and you saw somebody, it could be somebody you didn't know, and you say, did you hear about the tragedy? What do you say to this? And I think 100% we, we need to be ba'achtas, and we need to bring ourselves together. And, um, I mean, we can't say that there's a, a cause. We don't know the, the chashbanas of the reasons of Hashem. But that's something, shalom and achtas, is ultimately that's what's going to bring the gulas. When we're all, you know, am echad, 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 right? The harsina, we all have to stand there with one heart and one mind. If not, we wouldn't have received the Torah. And um, and and you're right, 100%. We should all work on ourselves. But you know what? I don't think there's anybody, any, anybody who has children, I don't think there's anybody that didn't put themselves in that situation. Think about it for a second. Yeah. And yeah. feel the pain that, that, that this man is going through. And, and, um, and feel the pain that the family or the neighbors, I, I heard that some of the neighbors were, were traumatized by this. Everybody's in it together. When something like this hits our community, I mean, it's not so far away from my house where this took place. Yeah. It's not so far. And it, it, it brings, unfortunately, sometimes it takes these tragedies that, that bring the Kalei all together. Look, when the three boys were kidnapped in the summer, that, that the Achtas then, and unfortunately it doesn't last. And you're right, we have to make sure that those those moments of Achtas, those moments of unity, last forever. And uh, and as the children sing so beautifully, we will cry no more, and Yerushalayim will cry no more. First, Yoli, so, okay. first of all, I want to thank you very much on you giving us uh, some time. I want to say uh, two things. First of all, I want to apologize to the family. I heard now that they don't want us to broadcast the song with the kids. So really, we don't. We didn't know this. And to all the people that uh, uh, basically l listen to us, we have apologized about it, and we didn't know. So Bezos Hashem will be, be careful unless we will get another message from the family. Now I want to say that you said the paint of the father that sees seven kids to bury seven kids. It's unbelievable. And I, I, I you just, when you said it, I had in, in my head the pain of Avinu Sheba Shomayim to see our kids basically going away and living the way. What kind of pain? And this is our duty to make, to create a more peace more achdut between us, more shalom bait. I'm talking about shalom bait, not only from a husband and wife, shalom bait between us. And I'm has to be stay, bachdut, and work on our midah, because you cannot change your neighbor, you cannot change your kids, you cannot change, only things that you can change is me, it's myself. Working on this midah of avat Israel, avat chinam, believe me, this was my praying and it's givret tzadikim. If it was a Baal Shem Tov, it was Rabbi Nachman, and all the other, Rabbi Levi, it's like in Bartichov, you know, he was the, the well, our son go. I pray to him, please, keep keep pounding up in the Shamaim to give us together. And you know, the line is very, uh, right now, Yoli, thank you, where the line is really jumped Thank you, Nisim, thank, thank, thank you, Rabbi Bazilai, and, and thank you, we only, in this much. moment, on, I know Pesach is coming, and, and, we, we have to really, you know, it, it's not easy. We have to, you know, really, we know Pesach is this man of Geula. 
is the kind of redemption. It was the first big redemption, you know, when Kai Yisrael formed into a nation. And now it's time for uh, for the uh, Bereshit to once again come. You know, when Nisan Nigal, we were redeemed the first time in Nisan, and with Hashem Nisan, Asidon Nigal will be redeemed again. And I'm just, if I just add, may add one more word. I said this last week on Rabbi Pesach Chinese show, and I just want to add it again, because a lot of people came over to me and commented. And I said, if you look in our God, right before Manishtana, it says, the Khan Haben Shoel, here the sun could ask. And many, and I saw this so many Hasidic places, that they say, the Khan Haben Shoel is, we are the sons of Hashem. At this point, at the Seder, we're all sitting like kings. Turn to Rabbi Shalom, ask him for whatever you want. Let me tell you something. I do it every year, and over the years I've been answered. And it's, it's, everybody should, I think it's a beautiful thing. And we should, this year, everybody should have a mind, you know, Rabbi Sasson, how, and ask Hashem to help him be able to go through this. And of course, that very soon Mashiach should come. Yes, Rabbi Ali, we really want because uh, our lines is really full with listeners and we want to take uh, some of them because we have more Rabbanim Bezrat Hashem um, next time Bezrat Hashem in Semachot and Besorat thank you very very much for being with us uh, thank you hello to the listener hello, hello? To the listener on the line yeah hello yeah hello yeah, yeah, what is your... Yeah, I want to just say that it's a mistake to say that we don't know the answers. It says in the Gemara, and Bav Koflam what the answer is. I don't want to say it on the radio, because it uh, might be taken the wrong way. But to say that we don't have the answers, we have the answers. Hashem's going to mun us for the answers. He touched upon it now, Avika, Machlekes, and Nisim said about Shalom, there's truth when the Shreifa comes. Against these children because there's a Tysis in Menachis that says that Michal Sai Yisrael was Mesh Rabbeinu, he's Makrev Kabanis, Nishmasayim Shal Tzadikim. He takes the best Nishmasayim, and we know in Halacha that Tzadikim are Machatah for the generation. So it says also, Tinaikish Shal Beis Rabbin will be Machatah for the generation. So to say that it's not because of the it, Hashem works midah can negate midah, and to say that a Sreifer has to do with Lashon Hala, Machlaikis, which is Chalik Mavas. That's the word, not like it stands for, marvelous, a portion of that, to say that because people don't, they know the reason. The reason is because they're Shalom. That's what Abishta wants. The name of the Tyre is Shalom, and the name of the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Shalom. And the name of his holy city also Shalom. So the reason is that we have to do better, and we should stop all the nonsense and look up the Gemara and Koflamet test where it says, so you have to know what it means. I don't want to misquote it. But the bottom line is that people have to do a better ticking. Obviously, there is some reason that it happens, such a thing. We have to make a cheshman, a nefesh, each individual, and as a group, to do things better. That's all. And it should be a kapara. We should use ISIS to be a tadai. I appreciate your phone call, dear listener, and I think that you illuminated a very important aspect. But we have to know that when Chazal says some reasons of mitas tzaddikim or mitas children, um, Chazal used to illuminate some angles, some aspects of the essential point of those uh, disasters. But we all agree that we don't really know exactly the cheshbonot shamayim. But your comment was very, very important to us. Um, Nisim, are you with yes. us? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with us. You know, uh, we all together. Yeah. You know, we we have uh, 
We have uh, Rabbi Moadib uh, uh, from Yama Torah is uh, on, on, the, right. on the line. Uh, oh, okay, well, some, some, okay, I had some technical problem. So we're going oh. to get, uh, we're going to give a, a song. Uh, uh, and All let's, right, let's just uh, let me to remind our listeners our phone number if you want to call in to share stories with us or to share your chizuk with us. A phone number seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. Our phone number for text messages three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. And uh, dear Nisim, uh, maybe we have a place to read uh, some of our text messages that we received. Okay. Okay. So after the song, uh, of this, oh, you want to read the no, text? No, no. Uh, I would like to read it right now because okay. uh, we don't want to waste the time. Okay. Um, first message, there is a Tehillim WhatsApp group with continuous prakim of Tehillim being signed uh, by the participant according to their pace, pace uh, for the Fuashalema of the mom on, and the daughter. Basically, when you are in the chat, you see what prakim the last person posted that she read. And if you have a time and uh, want to read 10, so you pick up uh, where she left off and post the parakim you're going to read. So let's say the last person read 34 through 37. So you say 38 through 45. And the next person picks up from where you left off. Um, we are on our fourth book this week. This way, Bezrat Hashem, uh, we whoever wants to join can contact, and I'm giving the phone number for the WhatsApp group for the taking Perakim of Tehillim. The phone number is 305-213-6993. I repeat, to join the WhatsApp group of Tehillim for the Refua Shalema for the mom and her daughter, 3 O five two one three six nine nine three. Uh, Nisim, are we having Rabbi Mahadam on the line, or you yes. want him to read uh, one more message? Uh, yes. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's put Rabbi Mahadam uh, on the line, and right. then we uh, we right. we will tell uh, to a professional reader to read our messages. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Rabbi uh, Mahadam. Rabbi Yitzhak Mahadam, are you on the line? Yes, I'm on the line. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's too difficult to say good morning this morning, but we would like okay, to... Okay, of course we have to say good morning, and yeah, every day is a new day, and uh, whatever has happened, has happened. But, uh, I mean, they called me to say a few words about the, about the situation, what, uh, what happened in here. Uh, to tell you the truth to, to, to all our listeners, that uh, uh, I think as everybody we was shocked um, we have no words, nothing to say. But uh, after two days, um, whatever we saw and whatever, okay, we have some connection with uh, whatever part of the things we have a little bit. We have we saw a lot of things in there, but uh, it's uh, I think that one of the messages that Hashem gave us is uh, the father of the Nif-
Uh, to our dear listeners, uh, we have some uh, technical problem, you know, as usual, when we have special programs and very important to say, so we, we have the Yitzhak, uh, just so we apologize, we're just going to get the, the phone call again, and we're trying to fix our f- phone system. Hello? Yes. Okay, Rabbi Madebo, uh, we had uh, some technical problems, so uh, Rabbi, can you continue? Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, well, we say that uh, after the, the, the koach, the f- powerful message of, uh, you know, the, this father from, from Gavi Sasson, and, um, and Bermet, I mean, no, no one can understand that. How could it be a person can give you Musar, give you Chizuk, and he has uh, Barminan and seven kids, seven times that shows that this is the, the unique Am Israel and that's the message that we have to have whatever what I got that is no matter what happened to us you have to be mitchazek and you have to see the mercy of Hashem as he said that uh, if we have Rahmanut so I think in the Chacham Yosef Raful I say that in the the funeral that a cause for who is double Rahman and much, much more than double. If we have Rahmanut for them, mercy for them. So, Hashem has. So, indeed, Hashem is a suffering. It one So, the thing is, it's uh, the first thing that comes to our mind when we hear that. I hear this tragedy Shabbat morning. I was walking in the street, and one guy from the Atala, he told me what, what happened. So the uh, minute I came home, I didn't talk with anybody about it, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, everybody thought the same thing. It was like the Shoah, the Holocaust. It's much like in the time of the Holocaust. So this man and this family was a race. Shalom, like, I mean, the big part of the family, all Tzadikim, all kids, pures, as everybody knows. But uh, you see, after the Holocaust, also Am Israel continued to grow. Am Israel... Um, and I come here to America, and, and Baruch Hashem, we open over here, you know, Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Kotler, and, uh, and Lakewood, make Mamash Malchut of Torah, and other Tzadikim, Hasidim, they make also a lot of the group, the Hasidic group, and the Sephardim, and right after, in Israel, the same thing, everything starts to grow after the, the Holocaust. So two things, number one, and, and to understand that Am Israel Yeshlo Takoach We have this power that I think nobody has that. That unique people that they have is Am Israel. To, to this power to to, to stand this Koach of Emuna, this rock things. is no matter what happens, we with the Kadosh Baruch Hu, the opposite. We 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 hold more strong with Hashem Yidvarach, and that's what the Father show us. And the, and the funeral here and in, in, in Israel and every place that they was talking they said the same thing so you see the standing and doing and then no matter what I mean whatever happened that's one thing and the second thing is Hashem uh, of course Hashem will send us bracha after that we're going to have Tzadishmaya if uh, I make a simple cheshbon if uh, every child pure like that it's worth it. I don't know. Some people worth 10,000. People, tzaddikim, hundreds. I nobody knows those kids. Of course, each one of them. I mean, the volume of them. It's like a kapara for 
millions of people. So of course they'd be mechaper for all Am Yisrael. And that was something that shocked the, the world, even the Goim. Anybody hear that? It's something. You can make cheshbon. It was not normal to happen such a thing. This time and people that, uh, you know, they have normal houses and a good mother and good people. So how how, how this happened? So the whole of Israel, all around the world, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. That's what I, I say again, after the shock, that's what I, we think. As, as, and I think it's positive, and first of all, to learn from the Father, and, to, and that's what we have to have, and have this koach, even in small problems that we have, because when we see that, everything is small, when we see such a... Actually, so whatever it's happened to you, it's not, nothing to compare that. Whatever's happened to me is nothing to compare whatever's happened to them. And still the guy can fly, he can talk, he can stay, he can come, he can go. It's something, he doesn't need any doctors, he doesn't need any hospitals, nothing. He's standing. As we know, as Gavi Sasson was the man that always learned Torah, and that's what he likes. And the Koach Torah definitely... Hashem chose him as a very, very special person uh, to happen to them. So that's happened. I mean, he paid the, the full price, but we have to learn these things. That's Not to complain for kind of uh, sometimes we complain. We, we don't, we're not in the mood to do anything because small things that happen in the family or with the kids or whatever, or the, or the spouse or whatever it is. That shows, you know, mafrich takol, everything put down. The only thing is Akaosh Baruch Hu. As Gavi say in the the Levaya, the father says you have to surround to Akaosh Baruch Hu. You have to put down the the end and Hashem Yitzvarach. That's one thing. And the other thing, um, again, I say that uh, it's a good opportunity for Am Israel now to start to grow, to have siyatad ishmaya, I mean, to, to to make more mitzvot and more Torah. That's what basically I can say. Yes, yeah, uh, very mechazkin, very mechazkin. Um, Rabbi Mahada, we really would like to thank you uh, for being with okay. us and giving thank you. Uh, uh, th- this chizuk. Bezat Hashem, may Hashem um, will give us the next conversation, Bezat Hashem, in Semachot. Amen, Amen. Bezat Hashem. I want to take two thanks also, uh, Rabbi Moadeb, uh, about the, the trip that uh, was uh, arranged. And really was a very, very, you know, and, and I spoke over there about that we left Brooklyn very, very sore and very you know, tragedy. And it was so tough to to leave Brooklyn. But the Bezad Hashem, all these tzadzik tzadikim that we pray on their, on their, on their place, uh, will be... Uh, us and keep us uh, this. So we have uh, we have a very very important question to Rabbi Barzilai. Rabbi Barzilai, how we how are you supposed to explain in your uh, children what happened? How you know? Yeah, how you the children? Yes. Uh, well, this is the major question, I think. Um, and Bezat Hashem will give the answer right after um, Dr. Simcha Kohn that he's on online, uh, as I understood. So maybe we don't uh, delay him. Maybe 
should stick with him. And then we get the answer about the question, how are you respond to explain, you're supposed to explain to your children what, it, what actually happened because they were learned together, they were lived together. It's not a simple thing. This is too complicated. So Bezat Hashem will give the attention for this question right after um, Rabbi uh, Dr. Simcha Cohen. Um, maybe we'll take the phone call. No, uh, okay. Hello. Hello. Rabbi Simcha. Hi, how are you? Yeah, yeah Baruch Hashem, you on the air. Cohen, um, I'm on the air, okay. Yeah, you are. Hi, how are you? We really, uh, really appreciate uh, that you're here with And maybe you as a professional. Hello? Uh, give us... Yeah, uh, can you hear me, Dr. Simcoe? Uh, very, very, very slightly. I'm not hearing you uh, so well. Um, let's try again, and if uh, you cannot uh, hear us, so maybe Iran will recall. Uh, okay. We would like to. You know what? Um, I, I will, I'm going to try and come, I'm going to try and pull myself into the studio. I just I I, I will park my car, but. Simcha, Simcha. Let me call into the station. That's probably better. Simcha. All right. Simcha. Yeah. We hear you very loud and clear, so you can continue on talking. It's not cool. It's no problem. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Um, All right. But I did not hear the Hakdama. I did not hear the the We're talking about how to talk to children about about the tragedy. Um, I heard from uh, Revitzer Baltuski, who is uh, uh, she's a very old Revanite, and she said her father never used the word die. And I know also from Rev Chaim Kreisworth that tell, he never used the word die. He always used the word pass on or move on, um, the connotation was that that a Neshama Yehudi never dies. It changes places, it changes position, and this is a concept that for adults is difficult. But but if we but if we introduce it from the beginning to children as they grow up, then it a natural, a natural way of looking at the existence of a person. So, the the the. I, I don't believe that that it's it's very very. It, it, I don't believe that the details, mm-hmm. horrific details, should be discussed with the children. I think that it's, even to minimize it into into. Create a scenario where, where the children understand or feel that that the children might pass away in their sleep, or that they were sleeping and 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 they they weren't awake. This is important because the graphic fear for a child is 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 too much. Um, and for a child to know that the neshama, the neshama is now with Hashem. The neshama is is is, is Close to Hashem, and and the this is this is a, a, a this is the Shema is happy. This is something that we're afraid to tell kids, but it's a reality. It's a reality. 
the the other thing that's so so important is we need to show our children that we are that we are safe that we take precautions that we take the the authorities seriously and that we check our fire our fire our smoke detectors and and we we purchase ladders and that we we don't we we even though we're talking about Nishamot on the one hand, but that we're a hundred percent aware of the fact that we're living in this world and in Somhimalanes and that they shouldn't worry about their safety. Because for children, in their minds, parents signify safety. And over here the the terrible, terrible message for the for kids is that here a mother is supposed to be able to protect her children. And over here the mother was not able to save her children. So it takes from the security that a child feels that he, when when that, that that you know, a lot of children go, go to sleep at night and they they feel much less secure because they you know, the reality is that the fantasy that a parent will always take care of the child was, was kind of shattered. Was kind of shattered. Um, these are these are the, the these are very important. These are very important things. Um, yeah. Uh, another very very important thing for us adults. Can you hear me? And this is a hard one. Is we have to move on. For adults, our lesson is very clear. Children need to move on. They need to be able to forget about this and get up the next day because children have to play and children have to enjoy and children have to live. And this can't become a, 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 an overly obsessive uh, part of the kid's life because it could take away from their stability, and it could take away from their security. Now, for adults, a lot of times it's very hard because we're hit very hard because we understand the magnitude of of the tragedy, and we expect from kids to feel the same way. But in actuality, kids are not meant to understand this. Kids are not meant to feel this heaviness. So I was speaking to a Rebbe of one of the children that was that, that, that was Niftar that, that passed on, and we were discussing how he's going to have a hard time watching the class eventually play in recess because he, he can expect you know they should be sad, but they're not going to be sad for all for for a very long time. They're going to have to start living. And that, so that, that's another very important message. Um, is there anything that you, you think that any question that you might have that, that, I, could, that I haven't covered that you might want to ask me? Um, my pleasure. Yeah, thank you, uh, Rabbi uh, Dr. Simcha Cohen. That, uh, I know that you've spoken already in the radio a few times. And uh, the, this is the show, and we probably will talk about tonight also. So yeah, I want I sure. want 
Uh, I want to uh, to appreciate. Thank you. And Rabbi Barzilai, you are in the you are on the line. Yeah, I'm on the line. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, I don't hear Rabbi Barzilai. Okay, so okay. Uh, yeah, I see, we have to have uh, Simcha. Thank you. We have to disconnect you because the the line is a lot of noise. Okay, so we continue okay, with should with I, Rabbi Barzilai. Call back in or you need me to call back in? What? You want? Should I call back in? Do you want me to call uh, back? No, in? no, no, not now, not now. Right now, the line is uh, uh, occupied. Okay, okay. I, thank I you. I just want to mention. I want to mention one thing: that in this situation, if people don't realize the value of JRU Radio and the service, the immeasurable and irreplaceable service of this radio station, to be able to have a relationship with. People, Rabbi Barzilai, myself, to bring us together, Leman Atzibur. And I love this out anywhere I am at, I will stop for J. Rubadia. Because this is such a central, central uh, part of the soul of, of our community. I think, I, I think it just drives home the message that, 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 that mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to say it every time I'm on air, that this is, we yeah. need to take this to the next level. But this is, we don't, we don't have to wait for a tragedy to feel it. But the people should have the ability to, 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 to process and to go through something like this. This radio, just like everything else, is the central medium that, 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 that we have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rabbi Barzilai. Okay, and welcome home. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um... Well, um, you see, maybe we should read, um, you have a professional reader over there, right? Uh, maybe you should read uh, one of the text messages, um, if you can see it on your screen, okay. uh, from the uh, number which ending of 600. Uh, let, let me see what, uh, because right um, now we don't, okay. This is the second Let's text, because we are full with text, but we have to keep uh, the order of the text. Um, uh, we're talking about I, the I, second text. Okay, I, th- I think that uh, somebody want, uh, want to give us a chizuk. Right now we are uh, a little bit tight with the time, but chizuk about All that right. recently this year was he was in an accident and uh, he's doing the, the physical therapy and he become uh, stronger before uh, before he was struck with uh, this uh, ac- accident. So he become uh, starting to realize you know, this is, what, this is a thing that uh, we, I think everyone that has a, some kind of personal tragedy, personal accident, stuff like this, we realize that our life is so valuable and so uh, depending. Uh, it, it's in, in a split of a second, yeah. you know. We Unfortunately, we heard now the accident with the, the airplane, 150 children yeah. just evaporate on the air. And mm-hmm. that's, that's that thing that... Uh, uh that's that's why uh the things that are very 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 uh important to uh notify and give us to our to all our people to all the people in the universe i would say this diverse is that we are we are really nothing we are really not and we are everything uh, and we have to understand that the power behind us is only Rebunoshul Olam and try to be mitchazek, trying to be better people. Again, we are repeat, I repeat it all the time to myself and to all of us. 
have to be a better uh-huh. people, better parents, better their parents, a better you know, better uh, sibling, uh, all together. Uh, this is the, the this is the the most yeah, important know. things. You know, anything when I uh, received uh, per- many many personal requests um, of uh, the WhatsApp group about saying something about the tragedy. Um, it was very, very hard to me to write something because we was in so huge shock and it was not so simple. But uh, I wrote a few words for the group and I said, it's very difficult to me to write anywhere right now. But I just want to ask you one thing. Please give the same attention you gave to your children since you heard about the disaster just keep the same attention all over the year because suddenly we actually notice how important they are for us you know during the days we're yelling at him screaming maybe we punish them i don't know why and 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 we're doing all of those things in the sake of But we have to be honest with ourselves. If it's Chinuch, or maybe it's, um, it's just our cause um, that we put it down on their head. And we have to be very careful with it because look how they're important to us. They are our Aravim. We know that Hashem, when He gave the Torah on Sinai Mountain, so He asked for Aravim, for uh, people that... They will pay our duties if we will have duties. And unfortunately, we have duties, heavy duties, to Hashem show. So Hashem takes the, the Arevim. But right now, Nisim, we would like to, listening to part of the Hesped of the Father, and then we will have Rabbi Greenfield on a line. So let's listen together and get the Chizuk Bezat Hashem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> צדיקים טהורים ממש. וכל החיים היינו בשבילהם. אשתי מסר נפשה באמת מיום שהתחתנו עד רגע אחרון שהיא קפצה מהקומה השנייה מהחלון כה שרוף לרוץ לשכנים לבקש עזרה להציל את הילדים שלה הנה לפניכם שבעה כבשים תמימים 
Yeah, this is the the, the rabbi uh, the, the rabbi Gabriel Sasson, the father of the seven kids, speaking on this. Uh, we, uh, we are waiting for um, uh, the phone call of Rabbi uh, Greenfield. Maybe we should, uh, you know. Meanwhile, uh, you tell me when uh, Rabbi Greenfield is on a line. But maybe let uh, let's take the question of how we respond. How are we supposed to explain to our children what actually happened? Um, well, Dr. Simcha Cohen said here that um, he recommending, you know, do not let them know um, details or something like that. And I fully agree with him, but sometimes, you know, when we were not uh, supporting the, the answers, so kids becomes uh, more curious, and sometimes it's worsened. So it's actually very individual. If you can ignore or hide some details and your child, you know, he will move on and that's it, so you better do it. But um, if, uh, if it's not like that, then maybe your child will becoming um, more curious so you should, you're supposed to supply the answers, but uh, at the minimum that can providing um, and make his curious, you know, uh, to come. And uh, now Rabbi Greenfeld is on a line. Hello, Rabbi Greenfeld. Yes, hello. Yeah, Rabbi Greenfeld, we really appreciate that you dedicate uh, your time for us. And we would like to hear some words from you about the tragedy and what we can, you know, what is the lesson that we can learn from it. Okay. Um, you know, the tragedy is, is so immense. This particular tragedy is so immense. Just to wrap our mind around this is, is clearly very difficult. There's no question the coping here is, is incredibly complex um, for the family and definitely for the community definitely for, for for the children in the schools and definitely for the community at large. So coping is, is so complex, so, so, so complex. And, and, of course, we have to talk about prevention. Question is, like Ellie was saying, so where do, where do we fit into all of this? What, what can we do? Like, okay, it, it, it's the most horrible, horrible tragedy, and to think about it is just devastating. But is there anything that we can do? So I, I just want to mention a, a fascinating Vlar Torah that I just heard from uh, the principal in Shari Torah Boys Elementary School, Asher Rabbi Shwebel. And he told me this, this really incredible story, which I never heard before. It's a story about a man whose name is Mendel Berlinger. 
and most of the world actually knows him as an, as by the name of Milton Berle. He was one of the most famous comedians in during World World War II. He gets a phone call during World War II. His producer gets a phone call asking Milton Berle, who's who's a Jew. He asks him, "Could you, Milton?" Come down. We have a bunch of soldiers, Marines, who just came from the war. Could you come down and speak to them a little bit? Maybe lighten them up. You know, go there. Do some one of your comedy routines. So the producer tells them, you know, I'd love Milton to come. He's just booked. He's completely booked. He doesn't have any time. He's overbooked. So they say to him, "Come on. This is for the for the for the Marines. They just came from world from from Europe. They were fighting. They need to be lightened up." He goes, "Okay, fine. You know, we're going to give you fifteen minutes. Okay, fine." So this Mendel Berlinger, who's known as Milton Berl, goes down there, and he says, a bunch of Marines all lined up. They're all very serious and very brazen-faced, and they're all very sad, obviously. And he goes up there, and he starts his comedy routine. And within minutes, everybody's laughing, and they're forgetting all the misery. They're forgetting everything. And he's, he's doing this for five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. His producer comes over to Milton in the middle of the routine and says, Milton, we have to go. We, we can't stay. There's, there's, you know, you have another, you have another booking. You got to go. So Milton looks at him and says to him, you know, I'd love to go, but I want you to look at the second row. Take a look at the second row of the Marines and watch, watch the second row and, um, and tell me what you see on the second row. And he looks at the second row and he sees two Marines. He couldn't believe his eyes. There are two Marines there, and each one of them is missing an arm. One of them is missing his left arm, and one of them is missing his right arm. And what they did was, after every other comedy routine, Milton, they both clapped, but the way they clapped is the one who's missing his left arm used his right arm, and the one who's, used, who's missing his right arm used his left arm, and together they were clapping. And then the producer understood, uh, he's not leaving. Obviously, these Marines needed this. They needed, they needed a little break. They needed a little bit something. And Rabbi Schwebel goes ahead and he connects this to what we had in the previous page. He says, think about the Kaporis and the Mishkan. The Kruvim, that's like the highlight of the whole Mishkan, the Aram, the Kruvim. And what do we have? What is the Kruvim? The Kruvim, the, the, the Gemara and Beit, I think the Gemara Chagiga says that the Kruvim, what they really were was a face, two faces, a face of a male and a face of a female, two children looking at each other. On the other hand, they also had wings, and their wings were facing up. Rabbi Schwebel goes on to explain that, you know what? You know what a Kaddish Rochel really wants from us? Hashem wants two things. There's been Adam Lamakom between us and Hashem, and then there's been Adam Lechaber between us and our friends. And the big question is, where, where do we get the Be'odam Lamakom? Now, Be'odam Lamakom, everybody has the Be'odam Lamakom. We all have it. But we have to unite. We have to connect. We have to get together and take our, our vulnerabilities, throw them to the side and say, you know what? I'm going to help you. Let me see what I could do for you. Let's, let's be me'achid. Let's connect. Let's do achdas. And Rabbi Schwebel actually said to me, because he knows I'm involved, family relationships, etc. He said to me, and you know what? Think about the Gemara. It was the face of a boy and the face of a girl. Because the ultimate challenge, whether it is to connect, he says, is in the home. In the home between spouses, between husband and wife. Where the, where, where the struggles are, where the stresses are, where it's so, 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 so difficult. You know, I, I just, I, you know, there's so many things that we can do. Laman, the, the, the Neshamas. There's so many things that can be done for the Neshamas or the Ministarim. But I think one of the most powerful things that's really like, it's right there for us, especially now, Erev Pesach, 
is the area of connecting, being mezater for each other. I'm talking about bringing the Shekhinah into our home. Bring, bring, let's bring the Shekhinah into our houses. And the way it is, and some of us have our Shekhinah house, is just to, just to be mezater for each other. You know, now it's Erev Pesach, before Pesach. They're going to be, you know, a lot of you who are listening to this maybe are already cleaning. Maybe some of you are at home right now cleaning, sweeping, mopping, sponging. It's a lot to do. But we have to do this together. Let's be ma'achet. Let's do this together. There's so much to do. I would say, I'll, I'll break it down and say there's two basic things right now that we're all struggling with. And number one is what? The cleaning. When I say cleaning, organizing, shopping, sweeping, cooking. Let's be, let's be real. This is all the ladies' jobs right now. It's all, the ladies are working very, very hard. Uh, this is really, uh, this is messages really most, mostly to the men. Let's, let's, let's see how we can help our wives, you know? Let's see how we can help our wives. Of course, Rebecca uh, Greenfield is going to talk about this because he talks about Shalom Bayes all the time. But on the other hand, what more powerful way to bring the Shekhinah down, more powerful way for us, for those Nishanas, to, to, re, to, to bring the Shekhinah down to our houses, men, to see what we could do when we don't want to help because we're so busy, when we don't want to give money to our wives because we're, we're, we don't have money. So what can we do to connect? What can we do to be mazata? Mostly, I would say the job is really mostly for the men, but the ladies too. The ladies too, when communicating to your wives, not to your husbands, excuse me, when you're communicating to your husbands, not, you know, I better need money for the shoes for the kids. You know, Moshe and Yankee don't have suits, and, um, and, and Sipora doesn't have a dress yet for Pesach. How come you're taking so long? But to come over to your husband in a nice way, to remember, Let's bring the achdus. It's hard for your husbands. They're working very hard to come over them to say, I know it's so hard for you. I know it's so difficult for you. You're probably spending so much money now for Pesach, and you're working so hard. But you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe we, you, we can put together a little more money because I want to get a tablecloth for Pesach. Maybe we could do that. And to work together, to work by achdus, to work to work with Shlemes, and to bring the Shekhinah into our home. Of course, there's so many things, Leilud and Neshamis, we can do. But what more powerful way to bring the Shekhinah into our home? That's, that's what I would think. Of course, the coping is complex. Of course, prevention is important in smoke detectors and the giving out free smoke detectors. It's also important. And as far as how to speak to the children, like Rabbi Barzilai was saying, it is a complex process, but the question is us as a community, what could we do? I would say, number one, let's bring the Shekhinah into our home, especially now of Pesach, when it's so, 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 so complicated. So that's, that's my thought on, on how we can be mechazik in the community to bring the Shekhinah. Hello? Thank you, Rabbi Greenfield. Yes, Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I've, I've uh, somebody call and uh, a mom call, and this is a more professional uh, question. It's about a child uh, in the school uh, is is a fourth grade, and the rabbi uh, probably the rabbi was also in, in a big shock, and he come to a very very physical description how the these kids was what the kind of worrying and what they you know how they look in the. Uh, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, it wasn't Shayach, but the kids ca- and how the, what, the, what the grandmother used to cry in their funeral. How, how do you uh, 
I would say uh, explain or help the parents to help the boy to overcome this uh, tragedy because it's really I don't think that it's uh, the big shayakhut to, to start getting yeah. details and trying to also to, to educate or coaching the, the, the teachers how to do with this yeah. because sometimes it can be a very very bi- big uh, damage uh, instead to good to do something good you create a, a, a very a big damage to the kids mm-hmm. well I believe that uh, this question actually many many parents uh, struggling with the same um, or similar effect in the kids and let's face it we also the adults also in shock and we also uh, don't know how to respond for such a great, great, uh, uh, um, so big disaster, so big tragedy. It's not a simple thing. First of all, I think that uh, this case actually proved to us, all of us, that everything from the Shaman and everything is just Leon, like the Ramban says that. Um, in Hebrew, it's going like, "En la Adam chelak betorat Moshe at sheyamin sheakol hu meet Hashem ve'en bahem teva umikre klal." It means that each one of us who wants to be a part of the Torah, of the Torah way, has to believe that every single little thing that happens to us, actually, it's bigzerat elyon. This is a uh, announcement from heaven to be done. And we know that uh, the experts start to explain it's because of the electric, some of issues in the blood of the Shabbat. We all know this is nonsense. It doesn't really matter what is the technical way it happened, but it happened because of the That's what really makes the difference. And I think that the simple way this is the best way uh, in front of our children. Just to let them experience the sorrow, to let them experience the, uh, the sadness, because this is the Gezerat Hashem. Well, in extremely cases, when it comes to uh, physical um, acts or physical uh, response or something that it's extreme, then I warmly recommending you uh, to get an appointment with a professional, with someone who qualified to to treat this case, and don't leave and don't leave it uh, as is. But you know, in a radio show, I don't think that we can give a tool, a specific tool, because it's very uh, individual. But in a general line, uh, the average way has to be let them to experience. Uh, uh, the sorrow, because we know that Hashem is gozer umekayem. Hashem makes the gezerah, and He is also mekayem. He gives us the power to stand and to come over. So I mean that the the life is really strong, especially in kids. Uh, Hashem gives them more power uh, to forget about it during the time. But on the other hand, if we see some uh, extreme extremely responsive of the kids don't let it go just 
take uh, an appointment uh, for a treatment, uh, don't leave it, you know. That's the maximum I can say here. here. Uh, Rebnissim, we have uh, more listeners on the line. We have, we have a listener that, yeah, our time is flying, but, uh, you know, we have a listener. Oh, Let's hear yeah. the, the uh, hello, you on there. Hello, it's me? Uh, ho- yes. Hello to the listener. Yeah, you're on here. Hello, okay. Uh, the, um, uh, what Rabbi is speaking about, uh, about Vayichan Neged Ha'ar, Kiyish Echad Kelev Echad. Uh, why does the Torah have to ask Echad? Echad is not enough. So I heard it from a child of nine years old that was very impressed. said to me, Echad is a lot of limbs. Echad is only one heart. So that's why I was precising that there has to be like really one heart, one limb. It's unbelievable inside. So that's why the lesson we take from that is we have to be really one heart. If, if, if your right hand uh, is in pain, your left hand also feels the same thing. It's, it's a miracle. That's the one I want you to say. Yeah. Um, if I recognize you're a David, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad one. A regular uh, listener. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. You have all the work to do. Uh, very yeah. interesting to hear your commands and your Hidushim. Very, very important. And we really appreciate that. Thank you, David. Thank you for Thank you, uh, thank you to you. Thank Bye. Thank you. Uh, well, Rabnissim, we have more text, or maybe we have to finish this video show because there's another, another one after us, right? Uh, Nisim, are you with me? Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, yes, I'm facing a little bit, uh, I would say, a technical problem, unfortunately, somehow. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we're trying to. Okay, ex- maybe I should read uh, one of uh, our text messages. Yeah, this is uh, the best. We yes. Yeah, we get a command from one of our listeners that um, says every person has to be mikabel whatever he has to do. I don't think you could say what we should be mikabel. You're right. Live your damn right now. Show each one of us has to. Iran. To take. What is Rabbi Gerfield? Ah, ah, okay, Rabbi Gerfield. And um, I think that, uh, but what we actually try to illuminate here in this broadcast, broadcast is some spots, some dark spots that, you know, the mitzvot Adam dash ba'akivav, some things that we are not really notice all over the days, like an Adam l'chavero, like machloket, like, uh, like Shabbat, to keep the Shabbat and to do not speak divrechol in Shabbat, and actually, the uh, old Rabbanim here gives us the chizuk to each one of us who feels that he feels a connection to one of the spots that we highlighted here. So he will take his point to, to get the chizuk, to get the, his chizuk. Um, well, uh, a phone number for text messages, 347-927-8398. And um, Nisim, are yes. you with me? Yes, I'm with you. Uh, I think that we say uh, some uh, words to the end of this radio show. I don't think that we have uh, the time uh, to get more text messages. Okay. Um, but you, you, you get a decision uh, for that. 
Yeah, we, we, I just want, to, I want you to conclude the show and uh, because we have, as, as I said, a little bit problem, but uh, so conclude the show and I'll go on air. All right. So, dear listeners, um, the Emunah, as we started this radio show, the Emunah by Rabbi Dessler means umanut, like art. If you want to get the real Emunah, you have to be an artist. It's not a simple thing. Each one of us says, I believe, I believe, I, I, I ma'amin, ani ma'amin ba'ashem. Of course, but sometimes what we see so, so strong, midat hadin, it's a little bit confusion for us. So I think the great lesson has to be to learn emunah from the safarim like Mesilati Sharim, like Rabbi Dessler, Mikhtav Meliyahu, like Madregat Adam of the Saba Minovardok, to learn every day. When we learn every day, we learn Emunah, then even when we are hearing about tragedies, we'll have the power to keep the faith on and to keep the Emunah. Uh, before uh, we ending this radio show, uh, I would like to read a Perek Tehillim for the Refuah Shlema of the mother, um, Avigayel, and her daughter, Tzipora, and for the Refuah Tanefesh uh, for uh, Gabriel Sasson. And I ask you, the listeners, please read me with me. This is one correct ilim, but when we make it in Tzibur, in public, in a group, the Jewish group, we are all one community. This is a symbol of unity, a symbol of achdut. The Bezat Hashem, this Perek Teilim, is more and more effective 